Hey guys, what's up? It's Samantha, and this is the Casual Conversation Podcast, where we talk about literally everything. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about mental health and being more aware of things as you grow older. Recently, in the last month and a half, I've struggled a lot with my mental health and being anxious and depressed, and um, my self my self-image because I have lacked self-confidence for a very long time and sometimes I like to pretend that I'm confident in what I'm wearing and what I'm doing but really inside I feel like I'm trapped in a box and people are just laughing at me like I'm a clown or something. So basically I've been in a slump where I don't know what to do and I'm barely going through the everyday emotions I'm going through it as if I'm just a robot I have no feelings whatsoever you know but at the same time I'm just very tired and I just want it to all end and I wake up at 6 a.m every day but I don't get up I just lay in bed for an hour because I walk to school every day and my school does my schooling stuff doesn't start till 9 20 because I'm a senior so I just sit at home forever. I, I, I like I sit for an hour, then I take a shower, then I attempt to put makeup on, which I've been able to do, and I feel like it's such a struggle sometimes because I just don't want to get up and do anything. I just want to lay there forever. So I've been working on being productive, even if it's just the little things like brushing my hair and putting on makeup and making sure I at least look decent enough to go out in public. And then it's also been good that I've been getting more exercise because I walk to and from school. So I'm getting all my steps in. And it's just a healthier way of being. I think it's improving a lot. And I've also been drinking a lot of water, which is very good for you. You're supposed to drink, I don't even know how much, but like a lot of water. And I feel better. But I've also been drinking a lot more coffee because I need caffeine. And I guess that's not as good for you. But at least I'm consuming some kind of liquid. Um, So I've been better at being more awake when I go to school and trying not to fall asleep in class and stuff. Because I've also been struggling with that. And I feel like just after Christmas break, I was just so messed up because my sleep schedule was off. And I had no motivation to do anything because I hadn't done anything all Christmas break. And then just having to go through the excruciatingly long two more months that I have even if it's such such a short period of time I feel like it's just forever even though I know when I actually end up graduating in February that I'm gonna regret wishing the time went by so fast because then I'm gonna be sad that I'm not in high school anymore and then I'm not gonna get to see my friends and whatever you know and I'm like what am I gonna do with my life like I have a plan at the same time, am I going to follow this plan? Am I just going to shut down? Like, what am I going to do? I've realized that life isn't like the movies, even though, like, I've known it's not. But everything just seems like it's supposed to be perfect and that everyone has their life figured out. But not everyone has their life figured out. People in their 30s don't always have their life figured out. So I'm trying to feel better. And not knowing every single thing I'm going to do. And not knowing if I'm going to fail or if I'm actually going to be successful and do amazing things. 
I try to tell myself that I'm going to do amazing things. Because if I don't, then what's my will to live if I'm just going to fail? You know? I've also been trying to get back into reading because I took a break for a few months. Because it was seeming like it was all too much for me. My brain was just overloading. But I've been reading more and I got this app that has like a thing for you could set a goal for to read this much a night and I've been reading my goal has been has been reading 30 minutes a day and I've reached that and sometimes I get like 70 minutes which is good I think I'm gonna bump my goal up to more because I obviously can reach 30 minutes pretty easily though I low-key kind of cheat sometimes by listening to audiobooks yeah, I listen to audiobooks sometimes because it's just easier and sometimes my brain cannot process words in front of me. So I just listen to an audiobook while I'm doing my chores or cleaning my room or something like that. But it like reading improves your processing power and makes you smarter, I guess, or something. You'd think you'd make me more articulate with my words instead of saying something and like and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's a good goal, is to read. Gives me a clear expectation of where I need to be. So I've been reading, drinking more water, getting more exercise, and I hope to be going to the gym soon. So I can work off all this weight that I've gained in the past few years because of depression and eating problems and whatnot. Um, But yeah, just realizing what I need to do to get to a new place. And I have all these dreams of what what I'm going to do this summer and next year and stuff. When I'm 18 and able to travel, even if I'm working and going to college and stuff, I still want to travel a lot more and go to a lot of concerts and be like every teenage girl in a movie. I just want to live my best life and have all the fun I can while I'm young. Because YOLO. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, I feel like I have, but it's easier for me when recording an episode of my podcast to break it into segments. I'll record a few minute segment, then stop, then have a breather, then record another few minute segment. And it's just easier to piece the things together because then I'm not just trying to fill the space with saying, um, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, you know, because I have an issue with being very articulate with my words. Sometimes, like when I'm talking to people, I trip over my words, so it's just easier to record section by section and be like, yes, this needs to go here, this needs to go here. This thought is is comprehensive to this thought, even though it's not always, but that's how my brain works. I sometimes wonder if I have ADHD because my thoughts do not go together at all. I'm like a squirrel. I can jump from one thing to another, um, which can be a problem, but... I guess I'm working on it. I've never been able to understand how people record 40-minute episodes when I could barely record a 20-minute episode. I guess sometimes people just have a whole lot to say, but I feel like the things I say are very repetitive. But, like, it has a lot to do with... My episodes have a lot to do with, like, insecurities, mental health, um, adulting, and other things like that. And I feel like as I ease more into the adult life, I'll have more actual experience to share. But at the moment, I'm just slowly growing.
grazing the line of being an adult. Now I want to talk about money. Whenever I get money, for whatever reason, doing what I call freelance gigs or holiday money or whatever, whatnot, money that I get, I have a problem with spending it. And a lot of the times it's not spending too much of it necessarily. It's the problem with actually spending the money. I like to just keep it in my account or keep it in my wallet or whatever. And I will gradually spend it over a certain amount, a certain span of months. Like last year, I had like $200 I got from working for something. And I spent it over six months. $200 over six months is a miracle, really. But I don't have to pay bills. So that's also something to be taken into account. You know? But I got like $80 for Christmas. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. But it's the fastest I've ever blown that much money. Because I ordered, um, I put the money on my card. And I ordered um, some stuff for $30. Because it was on sale. Then I ordered a phone case for $5. Then I ordered some rings. And so all that builds up to being like $45 or something. I don't even know. But then the other money... I spent on going to the store and buying, like, a skirt and a sweater and a movie. But then it's, like, I also bought, like, some gum and something and an energy drink, something else. And you think of all this. You calculate it up. And when you go to the store, even if you go to, like, secondhand stores and Walmart and stores like that, um, stuff adds up really fast. And that's what I hate so much is how easy you could spend like $100 or whatever at the store on just a few items. And I know things have to be a certain price, but it's just ridiculous how fast that money really goes. And it just makes me realize, like, how do all these people spend so much money constantly, like being able to afford spending so much money? And like, aren't they going to be in a lot of debt? Aren't they racking up their credit card bill? And the answer is, yes, they probably are. But the thing is, what the theory is, the money buys happiness. And I don't know for sure if that's true. It's not really something you could prove or disapprove. Sometimes I would like to say that money does buy happiness. Because the things I buy with the money bring me happiness. So that could be a point in saying that money does buy happiness. But then there's also like... Celebrities like the Kardashians and Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. Are any of them happy? They have a lot of money, but are they happy? You never know, right? And I know Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift, I think, have talked about being anxious and depressed. So even if you have all this money, you can't cure your problems. You could make them temporarily seem like they've disappeared, but your problems aren't gone. They're still there. So it's like... Then it's like, money doesn't buy happiness, right? That's what you would think based off of that. So, I don't know. It's just... I guess I'm always watching these YouTubers, like, buy all this stuff. And you know, like, the hauls, what these people buy at, like, Home Goods and Bath and Body Works and Amazon, etc. It's gonna be, like, several hundred dollars, like, three hundred dollars. And I'm like, YouTubers, for the most part, I think make a decent amount. Most of them do. I don't know exactly how that works. They get a certain number, a certain amount of dollars or something per 
10,000 views or 1,000 views or something. I don't know how it works. But, so I'm like, I don't know how someone could spend that much money constantly, though. Like, I watch my fam. I love my. I really do. Um, she, um, she's always going on these, like, shopping hauls where she's buying all these, like, designer purses and stuff and designer clothes. And I'm like, girl, even if you do make a lot of money on YouTube, I don't know how you afford that. It's just, like, it's a wondrous thing to know this person has this much money and whatever, you know? And it's like her old apartment was like $8,000. And I'm like, holy hell. Because she lives in New York. And I'm like, 8000 a month? Like, I can't even imagine making $1,000 a month to be able to afford a $500 apartment. You know? And then I think her new apartment's like over $10,000, like 15000 I don't even remember. Someone said it somewhere on YouTube that I saw. And I was like, oh my god. Like, it's a beautiful apartment. It's pretty big. From what I've seen in her videos. But I was just like, oh my god, I could never imagine having that much money to be able to just pay on rent each month and still have pocket change, you know? I just it's just hard to imagine for someone like me that people can afford to do that. I'm sure for the most part a lot of people can relate to that, because most people do not have that kind of money. Um, I don't know what the percentile is of people who actually have that money, especially in the economy that America is in or other countries are in, wherever country you are. The economy is probably not good because due to like COVID and all those things, the economy in most countries, I believe, has gone down or up or however you say it. And it's crazy because the price of things is so expensive the cost of living is expensive. And people's wages are just not covering anything anymore. Like, minimum wage. If you worked minimum wage before COVID, you probably... If you're a single-income household, you were probably doing okay, but you probably weren't doing the best. It might just be my experience to how that works, though. But if you're a single-income household making minimum wage... Unless you live by yourself, even if you live by yourself, you probably were just doing okay. If you live with, like, your spouse and kids, you probably are barely scraping by. So if you think about that, even minimum wage now, I don't know if it's up to $10 or what. Or maybe, I don't know, is that medium wage? I don't even know. But people, like, people around here, where I live, make usually around $11 an hour. But even with that, they can't afford to live. So, because even if you, if you and your spouse are both making $11 an hour, I would reckon that you make $20,000 a year, $30,000 a year, because I know someone who makes $20 something an hour and they get $40,000 a year, so I don't reckon you're making a lot, and if you have kids and stuff, it's a real struggle. How are people surviving? I just don't understand. This is when I feel like it's very fortunate for the celebrities that they have all this money because everything's so expensive. Eggs are like, what, $10 now for a dozen? Like, these celebrities, they can afford all that, but, like, these regular people cannot afford anything. You shouldn't, you know, you should, you, you, you have to have all these items to take care of yourself, feed your kids, make sure your house isn't falling apart. 
what are people gonna do you know and i just feel like we're just in a downturn we're in a downward spiral and sometimes it just it frustrates me and overwhelms me because i'm like well i'm probably gonna get a job that makes minimum wage right so how am i gonna afford to live am i never gonna be able to move out and i've been told oh you're never gonna be able to move out because you won't be able to afford it this and that i'm like great that's 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 something to look forward to in my life never being able to move out never being able to afford to do anything and it's just crazy to think that there's some people just doing whatever living wherever doing whatever and i'm like they have a good work ethic they've probably worked hard for that but sometimes people just don't have that good of luck where they get to be in a situation like that and i just wish there was something we could do to fix that you know Anyways, that was a lot of negative thoughts. Um, I now have a purring cat on my lap. Oh no, he's leaving. No, is he? He's not. He's laying down. Um, so it's just things, these are things I think about as I become older and I'm almost about to graduate and I'm just like, what am I going to do? Sometimes I just feel so hopeless about it. And, I, you know, I try to, like, think positive of everything and read all those self-help books and try to take advice the most I can and try to figure things out because I tell myself everything's going to be okay. You're going to figure it out. You know, nothing bad's going to happen. But I shouldn't say that because things can change in the snap of your fingers, you know. I guess manifesting that everything's good because that's all we really can do nowadays, isn't it? Is to manifest that everything will be okay. Sometimes I just distract myself from reality by watching YouTube and Netflix and stuff and being like, what if I had a life like them? What if this? What if that? Like, oh my gosh, this is so happy. They're so happy. That's so amazing that that's happening. Oh, that's so bizarre. It would never happen. And I think of little things like, wait, that's not very accurate, is it? Wouldn't they have to do this? Or that? Or, you know? I was watching Z Nation. And it was something like, well, how is that cell phone still working? There's no cell cell towers or anything anymore, right? They're all broken down, wouldn't you think? Oh, how's that, how's that car still going after four years? Wouldn't the battery be dead? You know, it's things like, it's little things that make no sense. But they happen like that because otherwise the show wouldn't be interesting, right? Like, after all these years, how are they still finding food? How are these things happening? Because that's crazy. Doesn't seem like it would happen. How did the NSA guy, Simon, not freeze to death when he left his base? How did they find him? How did they just miraculously find him, you know? I don't know. I think about the most ridiculous things and I overthink constantly. But really, I have nothing else better to do with my life, right? To overthink. overthink. Yeah, anyways. I think this was a decent episode of me just sharing my thoughts on 
mental health and money and stuff. Basically like every other episode. But, you know, it's fine. We persevere. We thrive. We're amazing. I love you guys so, so much. And I hope you enjoyed the episode of me losing my mind. Um, I hope to get back to you guys very soon. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Okay, bye.